back again. And as reliable as hot dogs at a ball game and just as healthy. <laughs> That's true. We are here. <laughs> Summer's almost over. Yay. Oh, oh. Well, when I still am a kid at heart. Yeah. The Mercury retrograde in Virgo is in full hue and cry. And school is starting up. There is joy, regret, and wildness everywhere, That's and true. there are two dozy broads, Yay. as if life isn't criminal enough. Yeah, well. uh, the Don is wondering if Alternate Reality Don is also producing this podcast. No, Alternate Reality Don is at the car show. Oh, well, that's good Because for him. he came in just long enough to do our podcast, so the Alternate Reality Don is over there winning first place. Well, good for him. Yay, Alternate Yay. Reality Don. Gary knows that alternate reality, Gary loves footnotes. Wherever yep. he is, there's footnotes. And Blaze is beautiful regardless of the reality. That's right. Even through the wormhole, we are... Sandy from Gemological Esoterica. And Linda Strochane of the Mercury Academy. And we are... Two dozy broads. Well, in this broadcast, we are only taking one trip down memory lane. As opposed to the two or three we've taken yeah. the last few uh, months. We're, we're going back to the early 80s. And the funeral of a mutual uncle, who we will refer to as Uncle G. And I'm probably the only one in the family that has any good memories of him. Uh, probably at this point. And all these years later, we are still amazed that all that happened that day was one funeral. <laughs> Uncle G had lived a checkered life. He had been a high school dropout, and he, he, was, he had worked, and he did things, but he had taken a dumb spin in his life. Well, he did when, once Grandma died. Once Grandma died. Once which Grandma was, died, Grandma's letting him live at home and spend all of his money on well, beer and cigarettes. Well, he was the youngest child, and yes. she was pretty tired by then. She'd kind of given up by that point. Yes, but I, will, <laughs> I want to say something good before we go into weird. <laughs> I think so. And when I was little, and Grandma died right before I turned five, mm -hmm. Uh, my mom and grandma would go to the grocery store and Bob would, t would take them. And he would cuddle me in his lap and with, he had a book of cowboy Get, songs. G would, G, would hold, G would cuddle me in his lap. Mm -hmm. And he was built like a football player and he, yeah. was very, he was very gentle at the time. Oh, yeah. And he would hold me and he would sing me songs out of his book of cowboy songs like the streets of Laredo and all of these things. And he had a very beautiful voice. Yeah. He did. He had a beautiful singing voice. Yeah. And so whenever, and after Grandma died, mm -hmm. he would call all the different relatives. And we have to kind of pair, we have to kind of give some of the background well, story. Well, good. On this. You, you go for it. And cause... what would happen is he would be hard on his luck and he would call everyone for money. Yes. And... Most of them would give him money. I think the boys all gave him money, and that will get into the story later. My mother never did, but my mother got him to promise and actually get him to sign it. I don't know how he got in person to sign this, that he would buy my first formal dress. Mm -hmm. And she kept, I, I don't know what ever happened to the piece of paper, but she kept it for absolutely ever. Mm -hmm. And when she told him that I was getting married, but I had not been to prom, he offered to buy my wedding dress. Well, that was good of him. So like I say, I never had a problem with him. Well, it wasn't that there were problems with him. No. It's just that he was, he was a constant issue. Yes. Every family has 
at least one person who, with issues with issues who just says i made bad decisions now you take care of me. yes yes and this was uncle g and so the family took care of him and yes. did what they could over all these years and and the girls like your mother yes. would feed him yes and the boys would make sure that he had uh, at that time it was cigarette money and beer money. And beer and, money. And, and the oldest sister would allow him to crash there after, yeah. after work and after binges after. and after after things. After things. And that worked until he almost killed uh, our cousin D. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a very bad time. That was, and that was when he finally got kicked out from the whole family because once Aunt E said, "You are gone from the family. You were gone from the family." Yes. And, uh, and it, it was also getting harder and harder to trust him. Yes. But they all got back together when he was in hospital and on his deathbed. And that was in his early 40s. In his early 40s. He was very young. But uh, they all got back together and had time, good times. And then Uncle G died. Yes. And all of the family members, especially the boys, got together and... Uh, Paid for the funeral. Yes, and it was a nice funeral. It was a very nice funeral until we got to the eulogy. Yes. <laughs> the minister, okay, you, you, you want to go ahead. Go okay, ahead. well, the minister had been hired by Uncle G's friends. Yes. And they had a completely different story about the family oh, than, my, yes. than, we, than who we actually <laughs> were. Yes. Um, and so the ministers, okay, the whole family's lined up. I don't know where these friends were. They probably were back a little further. We're, all, we're, the, we're all in the front. All in the front. All, all of us, us were the there. Don was, Don was new in the family, fairly new in the family. And he what came, an entrance. What an entrance. <laughs> and he came along. And, and so the minister starts out with, uh, the Lord is my shepherd. And he goes through that, and that's oh, yeah. just fine. And I'll, then he goes into, it was really a shame that, G's family completely abandoned him and threw him out on the street and never did anything for him ever, ever, ever. And I'm I'm sitting my my mother, my father, myself and Don. Right. And Don is just sitting there because he doesn't really know what's going on. No. And my dad is sitting next to me and he's he's doing this. My my father used to squeeze my hand he's like I'm squeezing your hand. Yeah. and he's and he's got this little smile a little smile. Face. And so we were, you know, but now you have to go in with what I, happened with the with I your have, father and I have a different perspective. I was sitting between my father, Uncle G's oldest brother. Yes. And Uncle B, yes, who was one of Uncle, another older brother, yes. And these and were, those two were very close. They were very close, and they were both point people in making sure that G had a winter coat. Yes, and he was very large, so they yes. had to go like to the United Surplus. Yeah, oh yeah, it was too. And all of these different things that that they did for Uncle G, and I'm watching my father. My father was basically bald. And Uncle G had a high forehead. Yes. Let's put it that way. And I'm looking, and that big artery that sticks out. Oh, yeah. Your, head I, your father was turning red, he and was, it was. Daddy, burr, Daddy burr, was turning burr. red, and that artery was throbbing. And then I look over at Uncle B, and he was even redder, and he was shaking. Oh, yeah. And his artery was basically like something out of a Warner Brothers cartoon. Bing, 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 yeah. bing, bing. 
Oh, and it was too. It and was. I didn't. All I, I had never seen my father that right upset, livid, livid. And so I'm just sitting there, being like in the middle. And my mother is looking at me over because she's on oh, the yeah. other side of Daddy, and she's with this. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? And I'm, uh-huh. and I'm looking and I'm thinking, where am I? What's going on? And my father, like I say, he's <clears throat> holding my hand. And he, this is how we used to communicate with just little squeezes. Uh-huh. And we're squeezing. And he'd look at me and he'd, he, you remember the smile my dad yeah, had? Yeah, it he, was barely a smile, but that was a huge grin for him. Oh, God. He, it, was, he was so amused and by it all. So because of my father's respect for church. Yes. He just sat there. Yes. And, and so did and, and so, so did, did Uncle Bob. B. Nobody moved. Nobody no. got nobody up. Nobody moved. And no. got up and throttled anybody, <clears throat> which is very nice. And so it it ends and they end with some Bible and a hymn. Yep. And then the my father and our father my father and our uncle popped up. Yes. And went up to the minister. Yes. And asked him where he had gotten all of this wrong information. Yes. And the minister is turning every color under the sun because right. he he realized that he had been played oh, by yeah. a bunch of, of Uncle uh, G's beer buddies. Yes, yes. And they had Who wanted, were sniggering in the back. They were, but this was the story that G gave them. Oh, of course it that was. That he yeah. was the poor lost lamb and after... After his mother died, the family abandoned him. Divided up everything and left him out of it. Left him yeah. out of it. He got nothing. Yeah. And it's <clears throat> it's a, a another case of the the intricacy of family relationships. I would have liked to have known at the time if it had happened during a Mercury retrograde, because we're going to tie in with that. We're going to tie in with that. It certainly would be, but it could also be a direct cycle right after, because yes. this brought things that the brothers always suspected about their late brother. Yes, but never really were able to pin down right. because they were the family was never in the same place as the beer buddies. No, until no. this day. Yes, and they never were again. They never were. What again. ended up happening to him, just to let you know, was um, Aunt Unibrow had an extra uh, an extra gravesite. Yes, and she graciously allowed Gary. Uncle G, to be buried there. Well, and that was very nice, considering that the family never did anything for him. No, ever. No, and and in return, in return, you and I took Aunt Unibrow and chucked her in the river. So there. Well, we, yeah, we it was it was sort of like a a, a watery cul-de-sac. Yes. I guess you could say it was a river. Well, it actually was a river. But we did it with respect. We did. And there was incense, and there was prayer. And there was no beer. And there was no beer. There was nothing alcoholic. And <clears throat> but anyway. Anyway, that is that is our our story for today with the uh, the proviso of uh, check your facts. Check your facts. Yeah, especially before you hire the minister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and if if you really want uh, a, 
a eulogy that's 180 degrees from the truth, then you better make sure you hire the minister. That's right. You can you can uh, make sure that he gets all of your ideas. That's right. Well, we are moving away from family stories and into the world of you have a stone that is yeah, useful at this time. At, currently, we are in a Mercury retrograde. You bet. And for many, many years, actually, I've been always talking about Wavelite, but mm -hmm. I've been doing more research and I have, we've been selling them now in the shop. These are very inexpensive stones, but they work wonderfully yes, for mercury retrograde. And it's a combination of three stones. And the first one is hematite. Everybody's heard of hematite. Um, hematite is for grounding and to be able to focus a little bit more clearly. Yes. And the next one is amazonite. Now amazonite is normally known as a physical stone. It's almost like a vitamin for the body if you wear it or carry it. But what it does is it calms and soothes you. So, th so you've got grounding, calming, and soothing, which is always good for a mercury retrograde. You bet. Then we have the magic stone, which is called saucerite. S-A-U-S-S-U-R-I-T-E, as I always spell them for people. Yep. And this is so that you can see situations clearly and correctly and you can think and double think before acting. Oh my, that's useful during this particular yes, retrograde, it is. isn't it? I had been, until today, I had been wearing one on a daily basis and the saucerite, and I really did like it. And I, today I'm wearing my white buffalo turquoise, but um, it, it, it actually does work very well. You can wear it, you can carry it. You could make an elixir. You could put it in, you could put all, all three of these stones would be easily, put into an elixir um so they're three just like i say i'm selling a little bag with the three stones in it for just seven bucks in the shop while the supplies last and they've been going really well and everybody's raving about them well it's so. <clears throat> it's an immense bargain because you think of the basic pettiness yes and general bitchiness yep of this particular mercury retrograde and this will help a person to not take offense over something which is actually nothing. Nothing. Because yes. this whole retrograde is about getting upset over nothing. Nothing. So well, you have. I have. What's all this with garlic anyway? Yeah, thing? that was, was that my question? <laughs> that or was just, your question. That was my question. You what's the big, question. What's the big deal about garlic? Yeah. Why is it a remedy for colds, blood ills, and loathed by vampires far and wide? <laughs> well, all over the world since time was, it has been used to cleanse wounds and to improve your immune system. Okay. You go to China, you go to Babylon, Greece, Rome, you go all over right. the world and you will find, wherever you find garlic, you find it doing that. Also, if you have skeegee bites, mosquito bites, and- And sugar bites, and, I just found out. <clears throat> oh, sugars too. And you put a little garlic over, like you cut, Yes. A, a little bulb, you take a little piece and you put it over it. Granted, yep. you will smell like an Italian restaurant, but that's, that's all right. okay. But you, it, it will take away all of the desire of a mosquito to come near you. Or chigger. Or chigger. The Egyptians buried it in the tombs with their dead. It was considered that that way, when, when they crossed in the boat of the millions of years, that they would be protected from evil spirits. Ah. Because just the presence of a string of garlic, nice ah. big bulbs, uh, many pounds, the, the pharaohs had many pounds of it with them, and that, that would cleanse out the space. 
Uh, it was also a major blood purifier mm-hmm. considered over time. That's why if you've got a cold or something, taking garlic is yep. often helpful unless you're allergic to it or something. Especially in the pre-antibiotic days. Yeah, in in World War One, it was called Russian penicillin. <coughs> Excuse me. And also after the war, because penicillin was hard to come right. by, especially in the Soviet Union, and uh, they they had garlic, so they used that as much as possible. It's a disinfectant mm-hmm. in a major way. Now, its association with ISIS goes way back. The strong odor repels evil. Ah. It is considered because it's considered that evil evil must have really particular nostrils. Mm-hmm. Because all over the world, there's that, you can put up a certain smell, mm-hmm. and evil just goes pow, ah, there it we goes go. away. Uh, we see that later with warding off vampires. Once vampires became popular, mm-hmm. uh, more like in the 1700s than that, and then later in the late 19th century when uh, Bram Stoker's book came out, Dracula. Uh, also with ISIS, it was part of the mummification process. Oh, okay. They, they used to boil it down and have it be part of the general uh, bath of natron that oh, they okay. would put the uh, the dead in. It would help the dead to rest peacefully without being bothered by evil spirits. Or mosquitoes. <laughs> or mosquitoes. So you, you have no blood, you have no inner organs, and you have no, no mosquitoes. mosquitoes. Uh, it, it became, over the course of uh, centuries, considered to ward off curses ah. and germs. So germs and curses go together. Ah, well, of course, we they kind of do. And therefore, it's the evils and vampires and all that. As an antimicrobial, mm-hmm. it is, very, again, we said, a disinfectant. This mm-hmm. means that vampires don't like it clean. Ah. Vampires obviously like a messy house. Yeah, but they came out of dirt. They go back to dirt every night. I mean, how many clean dirt naps are there? Well... Obviously, but Dracula always looks so good, you know. I mean, yeah, but he had a better tailor. He had a better tailor in the movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, he but he he looked awfully good there. So it is it has come over time to uh, represent vampires, how to ward them off. Now remember, if you have a clean house, it's easier to ward off vampires. You just don't invite them in. Well, that's that's a big part of it. Now, we mentioned that blood suckers like uh, mosquitoes hate it. <clears throat> Sugars don't like it. Nope. But no, that is part of why. It, it just sort of wove over everybody's okay. history, but because it kept the blood suckers away, mm-hmm. it was considered it would keep all the blood suckers okay. away. Okay. And that is how we came up with that. All right. That. Well, thank you. Now I know. So that is uh, Mr. Know It All has done yep. it again. Woohoo. Thank you, Rocky. <clears throat> so there we have it. We're not sure what it is that we have, but we sure got it. There we go. Yeah, we got it. Uh, the Don doesn't want to even imagine that there could be an alternative do- two dozy broads harder to cope with than us. Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah, that could be. You know. He just wants to get back to the, to the car show. He wants both of him to be there. There you go. Now, it could cause an entropic uh difficulty having two dons in one place but you're going to have to merge then now and don't get brain freeze gary can only deal deal i can't even read me i can read it from here thank you can only deal with one linda and so he's turning off his higher powers there you go and blaze knows that there can only be one supreme force of gorgeousness and that is she yep 
Regardless, we remain. Sandy from Gemological Esoterica. And Linda Strochane of the Mercury Academy. We are two, two dozy, dozy broads. broads. Goodbye.